0: Welcome back to a Maps Outsider broadcast with your host, or podcast—not broadcast—I say that every time. Podcast with your host, Dustin. I want to do a post-game for last night's win against the Toronto Raptors. Um, I'm actually recording this on Sunday, um, so the game was last night, and I'll talk about that plus. Just a few other things going on around the NBA, maybe some other teams and stuff like that. But uh, we'll begin with the Dallas Mavericks. So last night they played Toronto, and they did get the win. Um, it was an important win. Um, there was some good things that I saw. There were some things that, for me, are still a little bit concerning. Um, I guess I would say, I guess I could say, you know, uh, the the good things that I saw were basically the starters, you know, like Luka and Hardaway, they started hitting shots, and then Luka was two for ten on his threes, which is a terrible percentage, Um, he started last year slow, Um, Tim Hardaway started the game slow. It was was kind of a tale of two halves. Um, The first half was very similar to the Atlanta game, and the second half was basically similar to kind of how the Mavericks played last year. Um, So there was a lot more um, screens and handoffs, uh, things like that, I felt like there was less clogging of the paint. Um, you could tell that Luka was getting to the basket more, and I don't think that had to do with the lack of shot blocking that Toronto has, but I thought it had more to do with the fact that um, they, they Porzingis wasn't in the paint like he was, or trying to play in the paint like he was against Atlanta, and... Powell didn't spend a lot of time in the paint and you know Powell didn't really shoot any outside shots um he was three for three and um they must have been layups because he had no three pointers um but all the all the starters scored in double figures uh you know Porzingis took 20 shots and he took nine threes um he did have 18 points but uh he only made two of those three-pointers, so he actually shot a very poor percentage as well. But he did have 10 rebounds, um, and he had four blocks. So, you know, the blocks was something really good to see. Um, you know, he actually got a lot of blocks, or not a lot, but he, he did get a few blocks against Atlanta. So, you know, I feel like his feet are moving on defense more. <clears throat> um, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, he took three threes and he made one. Okay, percentage. You know, he had eight rebounds. He, he actually had a, a pretty quality game. He was five for nine. They did no post ups, thank God. And they, it was more like it, it normally is. The, the offense looked more like it did. And, you know, I, I, I hope they kind of find the the offense that they had two years ago. You know, the offense last year was good, but it wasn't as good as it was two years ago. And I think that's the film they need to be watching. I think they need to be, you know, because I think that was Paul Silas's offense. And I think that's the film they need to watch. I think that's where they had their most success. And, uh, you know, Luca had 12 assists. Uh, he, he found a lot of guys open. And, you know, he was, had nine rebounds. It was really close, close to a triple-double, but... You know, he just missed it. Um, you know, the Mavericks took 42 threes. Still, a lot of three pointers. Um, I feel like they are still a team that are basically going to rely on the three pointer. Um, it's kind of the way they're built. Unfortunately, you know that's why you know I in the off season I, I wanted a play like playmaker like DeRozan. I, I just felt like they needed a guy who who only couldn't shoot threes. You know, DeRozan is not a three-point shooter, so he finds other ways to get the basket, you know, the the ball in the basket. And, you know, the Mavericks basically have the complete opposite as a team. They have all guys that just shoot except Luka. Brunson, one thing I do notice about Brunson is when he does play with Luka and Luka has the ball and he finds him on the three-point line. Brunson's done very well to catch and shoot. Um, that's one thing I noticed in Atlanta, uh, Luka found Brunson a couple times for some threes and he was standing there and he made the shot. Um, one guy that, uh, or one thing that I I do feel like is still concerning is the bench. Um, if you look at the stats for the game, uh, the Mavericks starters, every starter scored double figures, but the bench total was 11 points. And I, it's very hard to win a game when your bench only scores eleven. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to be playing a bad team like Toronto. Now, what's funny is Toronto just blasted uh, Boston like the night prior. Now, Boston is zero two though at the moment. They're they're having a rough go at it, um, but. I just don't think uh, Toronto's that good of a team, you know. I, I had them in the bottom of the East. That was part of my, you know, predictions I did, and it kind of shows they really don't have a lot of guys that can, you know, do much. I, I, I thought their lead in the first half more had to do with how poor Dallas was playing, as opposed to you know how good they may be, and, um, but once the second half. You know, and Dallas started hitting shots, and, you know, they started pulling away. Um, You know, Brunson was two for nine. You know, that's that's not good. You know, he only had five points. And um, Maxi was one for four. He had three three three-pointers, and he hit one of them. You know, Sterling Brown um, was a guy in the preseason who played so well, and he's just... for whatever reason, he's finding it hard to um, find a rhythm or something. I don't know what it is, but he, he's missing his shots. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping you know, there's a flood of makes coming up to help you know get his percentage to where you know it should be. And that you know the same thing with Reggie Bullock. You know it, he only played 17 minutes. I feel like he's a guy that probably needs more minutes. Um, I think you could play him more. I, maybe, you know, it's still early in the season, so you're not... I'm not too worried about you know, playing time like that. We'll, you know, just see how it goes. But, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to complain because um, they did get the win. Um, it was a win they needed. And, you know, it. they... Get to play, uh, Houston next in um, a few days. So, you know, if if they can come out and they can beat Houston, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they could be two and one, and uh, and so you know at, that whole Atlanta loss can just be you know basically swept under the rug. You know, and I'll get into it here in a minute. But if you look around the league, you know, there are some Crazy scores um, and some crazy starts at the moment, you know, like, uh, you know, the Lakers right now are 0-2. They're not really playing that well. The Celtics are 0-2. Who was it? It was uh, last night I watched Portland play Phoenix and Phoenix got blown out. You know, a few nights ago, Miami played Milwaukee, and they blew them out. It wasn't even close. It looked a lot like the Atlanta game with Dallas. And, you know, I just, you know, a lot of, I'm sure Milwaukee fans weren't panicking because they had beaten Brooklyn that first game, but to come out and lay an egg. And then, you know, Cleveland um, last night beats Atlanta. And Cleveland actually looked really good doing it. You know, I actually watched that game along with, you know, Mavs. I had the league pla- pass, so I, you know, I had a couple games going. And, you know, Cleveland looked really good. And it was interesting to see. So um, it was good that the Mavs got the win. It was good they played a, uh, a bad team. And it's I'm glad they're playing another bad team. And, you know, hopefully they can at some point find their rhythm offensively. Um, one thing that I, I still think is a problem that I, I, I don't know if it'll ever be addressed, I'm convinced that it's never gonna be addressed, and that's Dwight Powell. Um, you know, Dwight Powell is a good hustle guy, but Dwight Powell is not, first of all, he had two rebounds your starting center can't have two rebounds. It just can't be that way. And he just... It, it, it seemed like, you know, like Achua had 12 rebounds. And I, it was like he dominated the paint. And it's very, very frustrating to see you know, Powell out there and just the lack of ability to play defense and rebound. And I get it. He's out there for the offense. He sets good screens. I, I, I just think that's a silly I – I don't know. Like I said, there, there's it's, – it's funny. There's one guy that the – it doesn't matter what you say about anybody else on the Mavs, for the Mavs players, Mavs media members, you know, guys who actually work for the team. You cannot say anything bad about Powell. You just can't. And to me, that says that everybody knows that there's a problem with that position. But you can't talk about it because he's a good guy. And um, it's just one of those things that's frustrating. And uh, seeing Willie Colley-Stein, you know, Willie Colley-Stein almost had uh, zeros all across the board. He actually had one rebound. I'm, that was what he contributed to the game. Now, he played three minutes, but he had one rebound. And I'm just – I'm not a fan of Willie Colley Stein. I, I, I just think – I think you could get more production out of um, – I think you get more production out of uh, Moses Brown. I do. I, I, I know he's young, and I know he's raw. And I know there's some guys that aren't as high on him as I am, but I just don't think Willie Cauley-Stein's a good player. I mean, Willie Cauley-Stein isn't a guy, he's not a young player that you can see improving. You know, he is who he is. You know, at least a guy like, say, Doran Finney-Smith, he's improved his shooting percentage every year, right? That's a guy who continues to improve. And you could probably say the same thing for a guy like Brunson, but... You know, Willie Colley-Stein is who he is. He, he's a guy who wasn't good on Sacramento. He wasn't good in Golden State. And they were willing to just part with him for nothing. And here he is just on the roster. Now my guess is, is he's on the team because they may need him to maybe use in a trade. You know, maybe his contract might be needed. I don't know, but if it were up to me, instead of Colley Stein, I'd be playing Moses Brown. You know, if you insist on starting Powell, that's fine. Whatever, you're never gonna change that. Even putting Maxi in would make that better. If you know, if you're gonna insist on starting Powell, fine. But at least play Moses Brown instead of Willie Colley Stein. Moses Brown. Is gets out is one of the most active guys I've ever seen, out there. I mean, he hustles, and you saw it in the preseason. You know, he scored more points than minutes he played in like every preseason game. That's not easy, and it's just it's frustrating that I, maybe you know, like I said, it's still early, and hopefully, kids still trying to figure this out. And I hope against a, a team like Houston. I would love to see Moses Brown get an opportunity to show what he can do. And, you know, because you're going to be up against um, Wood. He, Wood's a good center. And I he's going to out-rebound Powell. That is at what it is. I mean, that's just how it's going to be. And he's better than Willie Cauley-Stein. And I would just like to see Moses Brown get an opportunity because – he played last year. We saw him play last year, and if it was so easy to get those twenty rebounds that you know he got several times, if that's so easy, how come Powell can't do it? How come Coley Stein can't do it? Like, if getting that many rebounds is that easy, how come these other guys aren't doing it? So, I, that's just one thing I'd like to see. And and again, it's still early. Um, it, it, there's still a possibility, you know, for these lineups to change and things like that. So. Um, at least they figured out their offense, um, in a way that they were scoring points in the second half, they were hitting shots, and they actually looked like a decent football, or football, decent, uh, basketball team. Um, I actually have the, uh, this football game going on, it's American football, I should say, and, uh. at the beginning of my pot here I accidentally left the sound on so I didn't know if my microphone picked it up but I had to uh, to turn the sound off but it's still going so Um, anyhow so like I said they play Houston here in a few days Um, I actually uh, I can look real quick I, I think it's on Tuesday so they get a few days off they get today and tomorrow um, I, I don't know if anybody saw, but on, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, uh, Porzingis has a picture of his face, and his eye is swollen. Um, him and another player for uh, Toronto bumped heads. And the, the guy for Toronto, I think, had to get stitches. But, uh, you know, Porzingis was, seemed to be fine. But I guess after the game, his eye started swelling, so... But it's the home opener. Christian Wood is the center. I, I was trying to think of his first name. But uh, the home opener for Dallas is on Tuesday. And Christian Wood is, you know, right now, he's early in the season, averaging 23-11. and 11. Houston actually does have a win on the season. And, uh, you know, they, they're going to play hard. And, I, you know, you just have to be ready. Um, looking around, other teams... Going on, you know, like I said, I watched the Cavs and the Hawks. The Cavs actually look pretty decent now, they they only have one win. Um, so you know, I haven't watched them except last night. Um, I it was funny watching them beat the Hawks because the Hawks looked nothing like the team that Dallas played. I, I guess they were just more ready than Dallas. I, I don't know what happened that first game, but uh, you know, the Pacers beat the Heat. Um, The Pacers, you know, have had a pretty good start to the season. Like, they, the first game, they had a huge lead and they blew it and lost. The second game, I I think they had a lead and they blew it and lost. And, you know, so this time they had the lead and they actually kept it. Um, So they did beat the Heat, who, you know, is a team that lost or who really stumped Milwaukee. So, you know, it's kind of some weird. uh, scores going on now I will say one consistent thing going on is the Bulls now the Bulls have gotten to play the Pistons twice for somehow they've already played them two times and that's Detroit's only losses but the Bulls look really good um, another team that looks really good is Minnesota I actually watched them play last night they're two and0 um, you know I watching them play I, I felt pretty good about my pick for them to finish 10th. In the West and make the play in game. Um, You know, Anthony Edwards, I I think he's the real deal, you know, and he's, it looks like he's the guy that Carl Anthony Towns has really needed playing on the outside. You know, Wiggins wasn't the guy, and I just don't think D'Angelo Russell's that guy. I think it's Anthony Edwards, and it seems to be working so far. Um, I think the Pelicans are a mess, they're 0 3. Um, you know, Milwaukee played last night and they uh, they beat San Antonio, so they are two and one. Um, you know, I watched the... Uh, I watched the Blazers-Suns game and the Blazers, you know, just stomped the Suns, but the Suns did beat the Lakers. And uh, so that's one thing that you'll notice as the Lakers haven't won yet, uh, They, uh, I actually watched the Laker game on Friday night, and there was a big, uh, I think it was Friday night, but there was the big fight between Howard and uh, uh, Anthony Davis. And so, you know, they got a lot of frustrations. I, I think you can see if you watch the games where they struggle with uh, Russell Westbrook, you know, he's not a good shooter. He's just not. And it's very difficult for him to be out on the floor because it basically, you know, him being on the floor clogs the paint um, because it's, no one is respecting his shot. And so, you know, seeing Phoenix, you know, be one and two after the way they played against L.A., you know, I was kind of um, kind of crazy. But uh, another game I did watch last night was Memphis and the Clippers. Uh, Memphis has a, a good team. Um, you know, they did win... And it seemed like every time the Clippers would, you know, tie or take the lead, Memphis would go on a run. And, you know, it was actually kind of fun to watch. Uh, The Clippers, they they don't look that good. Um, The Clippers, I think, are going to struggle. If Paul George gets hurt at all, I think they are in trouble. Uh, You know, Paul George had 41 and 10. And I thought he played really good. And he kept them in that game. And if you take Paul George off that team, if, if, you know, Paul George here later in his career, he's been missing games. If he misses a month of basketball, that could be a dangerous scenario for the Clippers. So, you know, that's kind of something to keep your eye on. So, uh, you know, other other teams around, you know, the Knicks haven't lost. um, The Wizards haven't lost. Um, I haven't got to see the Wizards play yet. But um, I did catch a few uh, I did catch a few minutes of them on Friday night. and uh, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, I, he's a huge pickup along with Montrez Harold, and KCP and um, Kyle Kuzma. I, I just, you know, they have actual depth, and that's one of the reasons I had them, you know, in the top 10. I, I felt like they were a good team. Um, Charlotte hasn't lost yet. Uh, you know, Charlotte had that huge deficit against Indiana, and they come back and win that. Um, you know, Brooklyn got a win after losing to Milwaukee. Um, Philly is 1-1. One one. Um, they actually lost to Brooklyn. I did catch some of that game as well. Uh, I thought Philly was going to... Uh, Philly looked like they were going to win that game, but Brooklyn just they stepped up and they they finished it um, you know the heat and the hawks are 1 and 1 the cleveland's 1 and 2 but you know that to me the the one thing that kind of stands out um, boston being 0 and 2 and just not playing good basketball that's something to watch i think I, i'm going to be interested to see how that continues you know the jazz are good they're 2 and 0 the warriors you know they're 2 and 0 they beaten the they beat the Lakers and uh another team but uh, apparently the second game I didn't see it but Steph scored a lot of points um Denver's 2-0 I think Dallas plays Denver next Friday um so you know that'll be a fun game to watch hopefully Dallas can figure more um more of their offense out it seems like their defense you know when you one thing I will say about Dallas is they are playing really good defense um so that's kind of a positive. I, if Dallas can put their offense together, I, I think you'll see them, you know, win a lot more games and in, in a commanding way. Um, so you know, like I said, I'm hoping this Houston game they 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 uh, they can do something to improve their offense. Um, you know, Sacramento's one and one. They they lost to the Jazz, but uh, you know, Harrison Barnes has had a strong start. He's a guy that the Mavs could still have on their team, but they chose to kind of let him walk. Um, You know, Portland's one and one, and Houston and Dallas are all one and one. You know, San Antonio's one and two. Oklahoma City, oh and two, it's no shock there. You know, they're rebuilding. They're gonna be rebuilding for several years to come. Um, New Orleans is oh and three. I don't think that's a surprise. They, they have no Zion. I have no idea when Zion's coming back. I don't know what the offense is going to look like with Zion. I, uh, I I just don't know what's going to happen there. I I would hate to see Zion try to force his way out because it, it just doesn't look good for New Orleans. And at some point, that team's got to be sold to somebody who actually cares about basketball. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's a, it's a, it's been kind of a crazy start there. You know, luckily, after that Mavs game and after seeing some other scores around the league, you know, kind of makes you feel better about, you know, like, seeing teams like Milwaukee get blown out and Phoenix get blown out and Lakers just getting pounded on. You know, when you look at the, you know, the picture, and I, I'm. I'm not usually an optimist I do my best to be an optimist because I, I I don't like being negative but I, that's the one thing you can look at is the you know the craziness of the start of this season um, one of the things that so far we've been blessed with and hopefully it doesn't change is health there's there's a lot of healthy guys you know I, I could there's not a lot of guys who are, out for the year. I, I can't even think of anyone right now who may be like gone for the year already that's, uh, you know, a major player. You know, like obviously uh, Zion hadn't played yet. And Kawhi and Murray are obviously the two guys that are the, you know, the headliners. But there's a possibility that Denver does get Murray back. Um, now, the, the Kawhi one is a different story. Um, Kawhi, you know, his sort of – the way Kawhi is, I I don't think he'll play. But the way I think Murray in Denver is, I think he will play. I I think Murray will come back. So, so far, you know, we seem to – you know, I I haven't seen – Cade Cunningham haven't gotten to play yet. That's still one thing I'd like to see. Um, He has a sprained ankle, so it's it's nothing serious. Um, Ben Simmons has yet to play. I I think that they've kind of – settled that problem, um, and he's going to eventually, I think, play for the Sixers. Um, Kyrie, that deal hasn't been settled, but I have a feeling come January, th- things are going to kind of work their way out, whether rules change or laws change or he just gets vaccinated or whatever. I, I think things will work its way out because I, I, think, some, I think he'll eventually get talked into to whatever needs to be done, so, um, but other than that, you know, it's, it's, it's been a crazy year, you know, um, I've, I've watched as many games as possible, there's some games that start here in a minute that I'm gonna try and catch, um, and, you know, I'm gonna try and catch some games tonight, um, you know, the, uh, Memphis plays the Lakers. Memphis is a fun team to watch. Um, they are missing Dylan Brooks at the moment. But um, I, I don't know how long he's going to be out, but, you know, he is a part, a big part of what they do. So it would be nice um, to see him back soon. But, uh, yeah, it's it's so far, you know, so good. It's, uh, it's one of those things that... Uh, I I think by December you're going to see players kind of be, you know, they are who they are or teams kind of work their way to where they, you know, like some teams that are kind of starting off hot right now, I think they'll work their way back to, you know, uh, down to earth. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like Cleveland is sitting at 10. I, I don't think, I don't know if they'll stay there. I think, Indiana will move their way up uh, Boston has to move their way up if they don't they're in trouble you know I, I can I don't foresee Minnesota finishing fourth I like I said I do have them in the top ten I don't see you know right now the standings it's so early you know Houston sitting at eight I fully expect them to be you know in the uh, you know the bottom three so it's been a fun year though so far it's been some a fun basketball to watch um, some of the some of the uh, offensive fouls that were called last year I, I do see it being called better now I did see Atlanta and Cleveland play and they they're still giving Trey some of those uh, calls that supposedly they had taken out of the game and it is still frustrating to see um, one thing I noticed is Luca hasn't tried any of those plays. Um Luca hasn't jumped into anybody like that. Um and also Luca's not really complaining to the officials. Um, you know, that's one thing to look at. Luca's not really talking to him. So uh that's you know kind of more to keep your eye on. Um But uh I will probably end that right here. And uh, you know, the Mavs play on Tuesday, so I'll probably put together a pod on uh Wednesday. For my post game pod, for that, and uh, until then, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can at the Mavs Outsider. If you could rate and review the podcast, give it six stars if you can. But if five is the most, I'll take it. Um, but until next time, we'll see you later.